At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Happy Friday to you as we welcome you back. It is the Lombardi line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi uh, joins myself here, Patrick Maher. I'm live from the VSIN studios. Michael is there in Jersey, and then tomorrow we'll head out to the Borgata. And uh, I, let's hope everything's going to be okay. Let's hope, Patrick. Everything is going to be. Every, I have good vibes for this weekend as we're looking forward to it. Hello? Yeah, I got you. You got me, Michael? Don't think he Hello? can hear me. That's we're, we'll get him. We'll get him squared away here. We got we got Michael up, and we've got some Philadelphia soul to add to the show. A little John Oates plays. No can do. Can't go for that. We'll get to those coming up in just a little bit as Michael gets squared away. Of course, the game that we were discussing a little bit earlier. There's a reason for some consternation in the Lombardi household. That's because New England's at Carolina. Both teams four and four. Both teams four and four uh, straight up and against the spread. The reason it's awkward is it's his son on both sides. Now, we're going to start there. Can't go for that. It's a John Oates play. You talked about it a little earlier. New England and Carolina, and the irony of us talking about uh, audio issues. <laughs> the irony. Uh, but you, you, can't, you can't touch this game here. You know, Patrick, I, I can't even have a conversation with either son. Like, I, I asked my one son in New England, how's it going this week? Usually that's I, that's a standard question I always do. Sure. And, and he won't give me an answer. I asked the one down in, you know, the one down in Carolina. He won't give me an answer. And then he tells his mother, you know, I can't tell him anything. He's a patriot at heart. I'm getting accused of that because <laughs> I work there. You know, I mean, so it's like I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. I'm just going to have to sit back and, I, I, you know, Millie will be down there. She can cheer on both sides. She can wear the split jersey i'll just sit at home you know with the two dogs and we'll figure it out you know and, and either way someone's going to be happy that's a john oates play that's no. panthers no can do it is no can do it's fun it's like the uh well, I hate to compare anything to war, but hey, let's, it's the north and the south where it's traders all over the place. Your son down south, though, is saying you're always a northern guy. You're not, you can't come down yeah. here. I know. It's like unbelievable. I get accused of it. You know, I did work for the Patriots. I have two Super Bowl rings from them. So I do admit I have a fondness for their head coach and for the experience that I was able to share there. However, 
I have two, I love my sons equally, you know, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, but I'm accused of it. And of course, you know, their mother likes to stir it up anyway. So, but she's also on the do not talk to list because, you know, her first child, you know, the second sure. one doesn't trust her with the first child. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it goes back and forth. Hey, trust me, I'm stuck in the middle. There's a lot of issues. Bills at the Jags. This is another John Oates play for you here with the, uh, Buffalo Bills laying 14 and a half on the road, Michael. You know, I, I can't I, I want to just take the Bills. I really do. And my numbers say take my numbers tell me here, let me get my numbers out here for you, Patrick. My numbers say this should be a 16.8 game, believe it or not. I want to take the Bills. And then I watched them last week against Miami. They were fortunate to cover in that game. You know, I don't think I can do it because at some point. Doesn't Jacksonville backdoor cover? I mean, Jacksonville looked horrible against Seattle. Horrible. Yes, terrible. They looked terrible. But to me, this is one of those Florida, Buffalo, the Heat. Could they rally? And, and you know, 15 is a lot of points to lay in a game. Two, it's over that two-touchdown mark. It opened up, I think, at 14, and it kind of got bet right to 15. So, for me, this became a John Oates play. That's a John Oates play. No. Can do. That's nope. uh, Buffalo no and the Jags. Do. Yeah, went through that 14. Uh, totally understand staying away from it. The next one's coming up on Monday night. <laughs> I do understand why this is a John Oates play. Chicago's at Pittsburgh. Uh, six and a half opener. Sitting six and a half with Pittsburgh hosting Fields and the Bears. You know, I mean, I don't trust Big Ben. I don't trust him. I mean, he played better last week, but how much better? If Khalil Mack comes back, will he rush and give Ben trouble? I think so. I think he will. And can they run the ball on Chicago? Chicago's defense was embarrassed last week by by uh, San Francisco. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be able to do that to him. I think it'll be a close game. Plus, I think Justin Fields will make some plays with his feet, and he can make some with his arm as well. I mean, I thought he threw the ball. The, the, the naked touchdown pass that he threw off the boot, the action, I mean, going to his left and making that throw, that was a hard throw to make. It was a great throw. It really was. And for me, when I looked at my numbers, my numbers in this game is 6.25. Mm. And the line is right at 6-5. So that puts them into the John Holtz Oates category where there's just no way I could play it either side. Chicago, Pittsburgh, that's a John Oates play. No can do. No and, can do. And by the way, you see no that to- you see that total in Pittsburgh all the way down 40. to 38 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think, and you know, and, and the wind's going to blow and kicker, you know, the, it's always hard to kick. I, I think it'll be a struggling, you know, game. I don't think either offense is very good, and I, and I don't trust either quarterback, actually. I actually trust Fields. I mean, I know Big Ben won last week. They won 15 to 10. Their defense, you know, they got the turn. They're moving the ball down the field, and Landry turns the ball over. And I think, or else I think Cleveland's going to win that game. Now, I don't think Cleveland would have covered, but I think Cleveland was going to go in and score, and they just couldn't do it. You know what? I'm going to call that. Steelers win last week. You know what we have to start calling that? That's a Tomlin win. Tomlin's reaching yeah, that echelon where he just wins games he shouldn't be winning, and that's really what it comes down to, right? I mean, the Buffalo win, the opening week of the it's season a Tomlin was, a, win. was a Tomlin win. You know, they really haven't done anything offensively. Now, they, I think their line has improved. There's no doubt. The offensive line has improved. And Nigel Harris, for all the analytical people that said you shouldn't have drafted him, he gives them, he was a good player, he gives them at least a good back who can catch the ball in the backfield. You know, and, and look, their offensive line isn't great. And I do think Chicago's defensive front, Chicago's defense is not great either, but their front, can create some problems. And if Mac comes back, you know, then all of a sudden you're not going to be able to exploit the secondary if he can rush a little bit better coming off either edge. So, as, and that's the Philadelphia Soul, some John Oates plays from Michael Lombardi. And really, I, I, I love the idea or the genesis of the segment because what Michael does is he takes three or four plays each week and he immediately, they're so close to his number, he throws them out and it makes capping the rest of the board much easier. Uh, you can play at home. You, 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 have to, you have to do this. You can't bet, you can't predict every game perfectly. You know, and, and, and you've got to be able to say, okay, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do it. You know, like last night, you know, last night my numbers were 8.25, you know, and the line was a 10. So take the Jets. I didn't think the Jets would win the game. There's no way. 
But I thought, you know, in, in, in spite of all the obstacles, they should have covered that. And yes. The ball gets tipped. It's just one of those games where you say, okay, you handicapped it right, but you lost. That's why you're only – if you're great at this, you're 70%. If you're great at handicap and you're a C student. I have – the Colts to make the playoffs. I have their updated odds from last night. I want to get to that in just a second, but I do yeah. have I do have breaking news, and this breaking news comes by way of M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. So <laughs> so so this is when 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 my I, man when my man is firing off tweets during the show. It's generally pretty important. What I'm confused by is this is about a team he doesn't care about. So I'll just read you the tweet I, and I'll have Michael respond. This is M Lombardi NFL. I I'm sure there is a long, long, long line of teams waiting to spend millions of dollars on Ben Simmons after watching his behavior over the last two months. Who wouldn't want a non-competitive millionaire? Now, surprising you're talking about the 76ers when you're a Heat fan, but could you expound? I can because Wojo put a tweet out. And I read, and he wrote a story about it, that basically the Sixers now are, I did WIP this morning, and Angelo asked me about it, and they hadn't yet started finding him. And I said, look, he's making a mockery of the system. He, you know, he's going to the PA's psychologist. He doesn't want to share any information with the team who's paying his salary. They've been paying him, but he's cut them off, and then he won't do anything at practice. So Woj wrote the story today, basically that. He wrote the story that Simmons is not cooperating. He won't do things at practice, and he, and he won't let the Sixers involved with their medical. So they did what they should do. They, they, they're not going to pay him. They're going to fine him. They have some rights in this. You know, I know it's the NBA and, and the players have all the rights, but the teams do, do have some rights. You can't pay a guy $35 million a year and he's basically sticking his tongue out at you. So for me, once again, it comes back to, do you really, does a team really want to take this on? I could see a team wanting to take Simmons on at a very reduced cost, right? You're, I'm buying your problem, Philadelphia. So since I'm buying your problem, I'm going to pay less. No one's going to buy their problem at top dollar. Like, the kid's just never going to get himself traded. He might as well retire. How is this going to end? What's your best guess? How is this going to end? I think the commissioner's got to get involved. I really do. I think the commissioner's got to get involved and say, look, you know, and say, look, either you're going to, we're going to let the kid, we're going to fine him and we'll file a grievance against him. I don't care. These guys, somebody's got to call Rich Paul and say, look, this is, this is bad for the league. This is a black eye on the league that we can have this behavior. We are influencing young kids throughout this country. And this is the demonstration. You're a millionaire. You're making $35 million a year playing a sport you love. And you behave like this? Once again, Allen Iverson, he was traded. What did he do? Did he cry? Did he run home to mommy? No. He played, he became MVP the next year. Like, at some point, where is your manhood? I feel like, I feel like Don Corleone. I want to slap him in the face and say, you can act like a man. Come on. This is ridiculous. And, and anybody who defends Simmons, to me, has no ability to understand leadership. None. This is not about, and, and the mental health stuff, it's now obvious he's using that as a cop-out. Yep. And that's insulting to people that literally have mental health issues. Daryl Morey went to him yesterday, I believe, and he used the mental health. Now, I'm always nervous about talking about that, but you're right. It does seem like it's a cloak, um, and he's using that it's to hide behind. It's insulting to the people that have issues. That's right. It's insulting to the people that have issues. And the 76ers has, have resumed fining Ben Simmons. It's getting uglier by the minute. Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi NFL. More heat tweets to come, I promise you. Jeremy yes. Plonk, Breeders' Cup, next here Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's mid-season. It's the kitchen sink. It's all for $99. So for the rest of the football season, you get everything we offer, including the daily best bet emails we just talked about with Wes Reynolds, including point spread weekly, betting splits for every sport. For 99 bucks, it's vcin.com slash subscribe for more information. vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, Breeders' Cup getting going in about an hour and 20 minutes. Del Mar, beautiful part of the country. Turf meets the surf. Jeremy Plonk joins us here on the Lombardi Line. Express Bet Editor-in-Chief. He's great. Jeremy, there's nobody better in the business talking horse racing. And we're joined by Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? Oh, it's good to be with you guys. I heard a lot of hollow notes in that last segment. You know, I can't go for that. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be you make my dreams come true after my segment. <laughs> well, you, you always you always deliver, Jeremy. And this yeah, is exciting. Yeah, we, don't, we don't want you to be in the we don't want you to be in the no. abandoned luncheonette, Jerry. We do not want you to be there. So make our dreams come true. <laughs> the biggest event in horse racing. I mentioned the best horses from all around the world. Fourteen in total today and tomorrow. A million dollars or more on the line here. Let's start with the track, Jeremy. They're at Del Mar. You remember with Arrowgate, some horses just don't get over on this track. Can you help us understand running this track? Well, Del Mar is one of those racetracks. They only run a couple months out of the year in the summer and then one month in the fall. So it's part of the Del Mar Fairgrounds the rest of the year. So it's not one of those tracks that horses gain a lot of experience over during the course of their career. They don't get many runs over. You either like it or you don't. You can get a little bit of scent in the morning workouts if a horse is going to like it, but that's not at maximum pressure. You know, until you run over the track, sometimes you don't know. The results were a little bit more historically wonky at Del Mar the one time they had the Breeders' Cup. Yep. 2017 than than traditionally the average price was higher than what we see in a breeders cup typically so feel free to take some shots at some upsets i think that's the moral of the story over the 14 breeders cup races this weekend uh, of the 14 is there a dominant is there a horse like everybody's holding their breath waiting to see how they run and how they perform in these conditions to set themselves up for the next year three-year-old races well, that's the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. That's the two-year-old race. It's the main event today. Uh, will be uh, the next-to-last race on the card, race number nine today. And, yeah, I think the horse in there would be Corniche for Bob Baffert, believe it or not. Uh, he's at got the headliner once again. And, and despite all the controversies and everything that's gone on, we'll see Medina Spirit in the Classic on Saturday. Uh, he's the three-year-old who was disqualified from the Kentucky Derby, but we're still adjudicating all that. Uh, Baffert's allowed to run in the Breeders' Cup, and he's got three strong hands in today's juvenile. Uh, Corniche will be the favorite in there because uh, the one horse, Jack Christopher, is scratched. Uh, so the 9-5 to morning line favorite is out of the juvenile uh, due to a, a shin injury. So Corniche is on the outside. It's a tough post position but he's going to go right to the front and try to take him all the way. I do think there's a chance for an upset in there. I would have liked to see Jack Christopher in the race because he would have went early with Corniche and been part of a speed duel, as we say, in racing and set it up for a horse who's got more of a sustained kick and a come-from-behind style. That's Oviat Class, the number three. You'll see he's 20-1 to 1 in the morning line. Two problems, though, with the scratch of Jack Christopher. The money's going to go elsewhere, right? So everybody's going to come down a little bit, so you probably won't get the 20-1 to 1 now, and you don't have the other horse to soften up Corniche in here uh, to set it up for the close. So while I loved Oviat class to pull the upset today 24 hours ago, 
I'm just kind of excited now about it because I think it's going to be difficult to beat Corniche uh, given the scratch of Jack Christopher. So to me, a 12-3 exacta, something like that, uh, playing the three to win as well and the three, you know, on top of the 12, that's the way to go. But Corniche is the horse who's got the most buzz about him for next year's Derby already. And Michael, I'm glad you started with the juvenile because remember, so the two-year-olds race today. On January 1st, these horses turn three years old. The winner essentially of the juvenile today is considered the favorite for the Kentucky Derby, and there are 20 Derby points on the line. Michael, you might find this interesting. Baffert's trained horses are not eligible for, he's got three in the juvenile. They're not eligible for Derby points because of the suspension. Uh, Jeremy, can you clarify, am I correct with that? Yeah, you are. Churchill Downs has suspended Baffert for, I believe, two years from running at their racetrack. So they also said this year that any horses that run in a Derby Points prep race that is trained by Baffert or moved to an assistant of Baffert uh, will not be able to accrue points. So they're taking the hard line against him, uh, being able to get horses towards the Kentucky Derby. If one of these horses is to get to the Derby, they better move to another stable. I don't know what the exact timeline is. Churchill hasn't been specific about that. But uh, a horse from Baffert's barn at right now is the way the uh, judge, jury, and executioner is ruling. Would have to move to another barn in order to run in the Kentucky Derby. So... uh, we, we will see that in the courts in the next five months. You can be sure of that. Jeremy Plonk, ExpressBet editor-in-chief, does a great job at ExpressBet on Twitter. I must ask you, because first off, he's playing, he's playing hurt here, Michael. Uh, Jeremy's sick. He's got a cold. How did you not go to Del Mar? It's the one track. You got to get out to San Diego. Why aren't you live there in person, Jeremy? Yeah, you know, I've been to Del Mar. I'm an East Coast guy. I'll take Saratoga over Del Mar. I know the weather's nicer there and (laughs) and the the turf and the surf. My my last visit to Del Mar, they had that marine layer going on. So it was like gray for five straight days. So I was like, what's all the hype about the sun down here? I I didn't see it for five days the last time I was there. (laughs) The classic on Saturday, right? We've got Hot Rod Charlie going off at four to one, Essential Quality at three to one, and of course, Medina Spirit at four to one. Who do you like in that and what would you play in, in, a, in a trifecta or a uh, or, or a uh, you know or two horses I'm a bullish on the three-year-olds that we saw through the Triple Crown Series, Essential Quality and Hot Rod Charlie. Those are the two horses for me uh, in this year's Classic. Neither one has to have the lead, but they're not come from behind horses from way, way out of it. We know this about Nick's Go, the the older horse who's the top older horse in the country. He's got one way of running. He goes to the front, Mm -hmm. and he tries to go wire to wire. There's no no brakes on him. He's just going. And I think Medina Spirit's going to go with him as well as Art Collector. And that sets up for a horse who's going to be in that second flight. I think you want to be about fourth going down the back stretch and then kind of make your move onto the turn and it's the perfect running style for essential quality. He's typically a horse who doesn't train well in the mornings. He kind of shows up in the afternoon. That was his reputation throughout the course of the three-year-old campaign in the Triple Crown. He's now working like a beast. He looks like a horse who's put it all together and he looks like a superstar in the morning and the afternoon now. So I think this is a horse who's developing the right way for trainer Brad Cox. Cox also trains Nick's go so he's got the two big hands in here. But I think essential quality gets the win. I think Hot Rod Charlie makes him run every step of the way. Those two horses, we've seen them throughout the course of the year. There's not much separating them. A length or two in any starts when they match up with each other. So I think you take essential quality on top. You use Hot Rod Charlie with him. And if you want a long shot for the top three for a trifecta, look at a horse named Tripoli. He's an older horse who ran a bad race last time at Santa Anita. But prior to that, he won the Pacific Classic at Del Mar. We talked about it. You don't get many laps over the Del Mar course over the course of your career. He won the biggest race at Del Mar this summer, but he does come off a disappointing effort last time, but that was at a different track. So if you take the horse for course angle or home field edge, Tripoli could be a nice long shot for the Classic to get in there, but I really think it's essential quality and if he's just not quite up to it, it's Hot Rod Charlie. Okay, so you're going to throw out the five horse, Nick's go. It's fascinating. I just want to follow up quickly. Nerd alert, I'm in a fantasy league in horse racing and years ago, (laughs) I drafted Nick's go, and as you know, he's precocious, showed talent, but as he's gotten older, Jeremy, he's turned into a monster. He's won seven of his last eight races. The Bayer figures have been off the charts, and he does it in such an interesting way where he's all gas, no brakes, as you mentioned. Yeah, and the, the difference is that the one time he got beat was over in Saudi Arabia in the Saudi Cup. Bob Baffert had a horse named Charlatan in that race, and they went after him. And they went after him hard to both of their detriments. They got beat by a European horse named Mishrif that day. Baffert's got Medina Spirit in here who also goes to the front. 
He knows the only way to beat Nick's go is to go after him. I think Medina Spirit is going to go hard. And I think these two horses are going to go dueling. Everybody thinks Nick's go is going to get the lead and Medina Spirit may sit second. I would not be surprised at all if it's the other way around. If Medina Spirit gets in front of Nick's go, he's in trouble because he's got one way to go. It's to lead all the way. These horses, when they you know, when they start to get tired and they they lose that fighting spirit, they kind of throw the anchor out a lot of times. Horses like Nick's go. They want to go to the front. They want to pound you into submission and just keep going. They don't really want to get into a tussle. If he gets into a tussle, I think he can be off the board. And if we get the favorite off the board, then the exactas and the trifectas are going to look awful juicy in this race. I think this I think this classic has a chance. It's so intriguing. Wouldn't you say, Jeremy? I mean, certain years, Gunrunner, we understood. There's a, but this classic, it almost has an Arrowgate, California Chrome-like vibe. Uh, it, there's some yeah. intrigue here. Yeah, and Nick's go won the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile last year. The mile. Yeah. <laughs> this is the mile and a quarter in the classic. He's going 440 yards. Crazy. A year ago, they thought he was best at a mile. The mile and a quarter distance is another thing. When you start to get tired and I talk about that anchor dropping, that will do it, right? I mean, just in any physical exercise, when you're extended beyond your best, that's the chance where you might weaken. And I think that's the deal with Nick's go. If he gets an easy, comfortable lead, he's got a chance to win it. But if they push him, other horses are going to move to the fore. I would compare you to Daryl Hall the way you delivered in that segment, <laughs> not John Oates. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations. Yeah. Jeremy Plunk, Express Bet, Editor-in-Chief, Express Bet's the best. Jeremy, feel better, and thank you for your time. Thank you right, so guys, much, Jeremy. Thanks. Good luck to you. Okay, thank you, buddy. There he is. Uh, a Daryl Hall performance note. He threw out Nick's Go, who's no the doubt. favorite the, out of the, in love the five Nick's hole. Go. Yeah, Nick's Go, beautiful I mean, why gray not? horse. Who doesn't love a horse who's just going to just throw off and just go? Just chase it, right? <laughs> just, just go. Hopefully, some good hay. Coming up next here on the good Lombardi hay. Line, our buddy Josh Applebaum joins. It's a Friday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, so you heard Michael talking about those splits earlier in the Baltimore game. Oftentimes, you can use the splits to help you understand where the number's headed, where the total's headed. And we've got the new betting splits, which are so accurate over at VSIN.com right now. Latest betting splits on every game, every sport. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. Odds, data, analysis for every game. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Okay, we get you back here on the Lombardi line on a Friday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. We bring in our buddy Market Insights as the podcast. You can find all the podcasts, VEASAN.com slash podcast. And, of course, betting across America with Pritch, it is Josh Applebaum. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hey, Michael. Hey, Patrick. How you doing? Happy Friday. Big weekend ahead here, guys. You know, we got to start off tonight uh, in my neck of the woods. How about Boston College? Big game tonight against Virginia Tech, which jumped out to me, guys, looking at this matchup, ACC uh, clash here. Virginia Tech, four, both teams are 4-4, four and four, but I think the perception of these teams is, is really different here in terms of the betting public. Virginia Tech coming off a big win against Georgia Tech, 26-17. They're a three-and-a-half point dog in that game. They went outright. Versus Boston College, who started off the year great. They were 4-0. They had this young quarterback, Yurkovich, who you finally felt like BC's got a QB. Been waiting since Matt Ryan uh, to get a quarterback back here in Chestnut Hill. He gets hurt. Now you're kind of rotating quarterbacks here. You've now lost four in a row. You lose to Syracuse 21-16, six-and-a-half-point dog. You lose outright. Uh, but here I think even though you're getting uh, an easy play with Virginia Tech with the public saying, hey, BC's struggling. They've lost four straight. Vatek coming off a good win. Around two-thirds of bets are laying the points with Virginia Tech. Yet, guys, we've seen this line open uh, around minus three. Virginia Tech stayed minus three. And even if you look around uh, a bunch of shops now, a lot of these books are down to two and a half. So seeing this movement toward Boston College, they kind of fit that you know standalone contrarian spot in a really heavily bet primetime game. Uh, you also get these conference dogs where the line either stays the same or moves in their favor. It's nothing crazy, uh, but 27 and 23 ATS, 53% this year. Uh, and you're also really buying low on Boston College, guys. Losing four straight now coming home and i'll just tell you a little angle here if you're in new england uh this is going to be the wells crowther red bandana game this guy was a hero he went to bc he was a volunteer firefighter he was in the towers uh during 9 11 saved 18 people uh, and actually, uh, unfortunately, died himself in the in the Twin Towers. So this is a tribute to him. They're going to wear these cool uniforms. I know that's uh, an emotional-based bet, guys, but Lions going to BC, and I think they're really going to get up for this game. I'd be looking at BC. If you get a 2.5, hold out for a 3. It may get back to 3, but BC at 3 looks like a pretty sharp play for me tonight. 
You know, and Justin Fuentes, the head coach of Virginia Tech's under tremendous pressure. You He's know, gone. I think they expected. Yeah, I mean, and so that this is this is these are one of those games where, you know, you can feel the vibe. TCU this week, you know, TCU's under. You know, they're, they're, this week they're playing. I think they're getting seven. You know, I think TCU's a no play this week completely because when you look at the, what's going on with Gary Patterson and the coaching changes and what they're trying to get accomplished, the off-the-field stuff influences it. And I think a little bit in Virginia Tech here, I would lean towards BC. Hatley's done a really good job, uh, you know, in terms of the program. Their, their offense, you know, they're still pretty effective. They average 13 yards per point, which is pretty good. Virginia Tech's at 14.58, and both their defense are about the same. I lean towards BC here because I think there's problems at Virginia Tech, especially with Fuentes. I think it's very smart to bring up, Michael. And you look two weeks ago at home when Syracuse came back and beat them from behind and sitting four and four. This is year six for Fuente. He's four and four. He's five and six last year. It, it's been a mixed bag after he had a great run at Memphis. Where do you, mm-hmm. what, what do you consider Virginia Tech as far as a job? Well, I mean, it's a hard place. Blackburg, Virginia is not an easy place to get to. You've got to fly into Roanoke. But they can recruit, and they've done a great job in the past with Beamer of getting into that Tidewater area and being able to athlete. I mean, they get Michael Vick from, from down there in that Tidewater area. So they've done that, and they've had a good chance of doing that. They expect their program to be on the top of the ACC, and it just hasn't been there. And I think, you know, they're looking at that as – Perhaps they're going to make a change. I mean, after four years, they haven't achieved it. You know, the one that shocked me was was TCU. I mean, Patterson's done a really good job there, and they just let him out the door, mm-hmm. you know, and – and I know they're playing at home this week against Baylor, but to me, I think all those problems that have occurred within their program are going to show up. And I think Baylor under Dave Aranda is playing really well right now. I mean, that line it opened yeah. at six, it went to seven. I mean, it's moving around. Again, line movement in college is very, very difficult to predict why. So, I, But I do know. I do know this, the the off-the-field stuff in college affects the team's performance on the field way more than pro because those players are dealing with this. Is the coach coming back? Is he not coming back? All those things. That's a great tip. And we talk about look-ahead spots. The next one up, Josh, Michigan State-Purdue. Uh, this one's interesting because, of course, Michigan State coming off the huge high beat Michigan. Purdue did this to Iowa, and now here comes Michigan State laying three on the road at Purdue. Yeah, exactly right, Patrick. We flash back. What was that? Uh, October 16th, we were doing that Lombardi line. Remember Iowa at that time, I think was second in the country or third in the country. They were like playing great. Looked like uh, they're going to be a juggernaut here, maybe get into the playoff. What does Purdue do? They come in there and they win that game. I think it was 28-23. So they have knocked off, you know, David versus Goliath here before this year. And this really jumps out to me, guys, because, you know, we talk a lot about uh, odds makers and theoretically in a vacuum, they want 50-50 action. That way, no matter who wins, they won't get cleaned out and they'll make some money guaranteed just based on the juice that both sides have to pay. But there are games where odds makers and probably TG will say this to you, uh, where they'll take a position on a game based on some respect to money coming in. And it looks like they've taken a position here on Purdue. This looks like a no brainer. Like you got to lay with Michigan state. And I will admit Michael to Michael's point, you know, uh, college football line movement has been erratic. Some of these spots don't always cash, but I really like Purdue in this spot, Michigan state. They're, they're never going to be more overvalued than they are right now. They're undefeated eight. and No, they're third in the country. You just have a huge win uh, against, Michigan as a four-point dog, you're down and you win that thing 37-33. And then you look at Purdue. They've rotated wins and losses their last five. They beat Nebraska last week, 28-23, seven-half-point dog. But the whole point here, guys, this is the most heavily bet game on Saturday, and it's also the most lopsided game on Saturday. You have almost nine out of ten bets saying, oddsmakers, you guys are crazy. You're only making me lay three points. Well, Michigan State against an unranked Purdue team, they'll roll and crush Purdue and easily cover this number. We talk about taking a position on a game. Why hasn't this thing at Open at three. Why hasn't it gone up to minus four or minus five? It stayed exactly where it's at. This would kind of be the ultimate line freeze type situation. Most heavily bet spot. Nobody on Purdue yet. They will not go to three and a half. Tells me some liability here, Purdue. Maybe it gets down to two and a half. I think that would be an even further evidence of Purdue money coming in. Uh, but you look at these home dogs, unranked first ranked opponents, 26 and 19, 58% this year. So it's a crazy one. It's a gross one. But I'd be looking at the boiler makers getting three here. 
You know, it's it's it, it. God bless you, Josh. If you want to do it, I mean, it, you know, I mean, look, the Boilermakers defensively is 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 you got to really question about them defensively and where they are, and you know, their passing game. You know, they have this perception that they're this great passing game, and Michigan State, you know, obviously is is the, is the better passing team. They average 14 yards per pass play. Purdue's only at a pedestrian 10, and I think Michigan State's defense, which was you know kind of got exposed a little bit last week, will play better. I mean, they only give up 20 yards per point. That's really good. And I just think Michigan State, I think Mel Tucker, this is going to be the hardest game Mel Tucker's ever had a coach in his life. And I can understand why people are playing Purdue. Because these are the challenges for any college coach, for any pro coach. How do we handle success? How do we handle the martini? How do we handle everybody telling us how great we are? And and this is going to be really one. But that running back that they walk or that kid they have, I think he's the difference in these kind of games. I really do. Especially Purdue. They can't run the ball at all. And when you can't run the ball and you average two four seven a rush, you're going to make some mistakes in the passing game, which could benefit which could benefit Michigan State. Plus, it's going to be hard for Mel Tucker's in a tough spot. He's trying to coach Michigan State and recruit LSU at the same time. And that is <laughs> when you when you find yourself in a conundrum like that with the third ranked team in the country, yet you're headed to the bio. That is uh, that's. Do tough. you think he's going to the bio? Do you think he's going down there? Uh, huh? I he wasn't afraid. He he bailed after one year out of Colorado for what he assumed to be. A, Here's what I would say, Michael. Michigan State has to offer. They have to match any offer. Now, he might still go, but they have to match any offer. They're going to look like a small program. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but I just think to me, I think Michigan State fits Mel Tucker better than I agree with you. I agree. I don't think I don't. I totally agree with that. Just, just, to, just to clarify, I think he should stay there and build something. Uh, D'Antonio did a great job at Michigan State. You can win there. Last one on the board. North Carolina's lane two and a half, hosting an undefeated Wake team here, Josh. Yeah, this one's kind of fishy. One of Michael's favorite players, Sam Howell, here. Again, high expectations haven't really come through here recently, but they're 4-4, four and four, and they're playing uh, Wake Forest, who's 8-0, and oh, ranked ninth in the country. One of the most heavily bet games of the day, guys, tomorrow. And really what's intriguing to me, everyone loading up on Wake Forest. Again, another one of these you know, ranked teams. Why are they getting points? It looks really fishy. But I like, I like UNC in this matchup. They open minus 2.5. Some books even open minus 2. They're up to 2.5 here. This would be that fade the trendy dog. Again, everyone betting Wake, yet it, the odds makers knew this opening up unc is the favorite that they take in a lot of wake money and they don't really seem worried about it they've stayed here with unc two and a half you could look at them in a money line minus 135 or you're under the key number of three this one's fishy to me of a fade the trendy dog spot and then of course guys keep an eye on tennessee tomorrow they're going to uh kentucky kentucky is ranked 18th in the country uh tennessee went from plus three all the way to minus one a lot of money coming in on the balls for tomorrow Josh, great job. We'll get Michael's reaction coming back. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Appreciate it, guys. See you Sunday. Okay, again, Market Insights is the pod. VEASAN.com slash pod. You can find us all over at VEASAN.com slash podcast. More to come here, Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. It's the king of the weekend. So this is a great promotion they've got going where you can win $50,000 by simply picking the highest scoring pro football teams during the weekend. So you log into your BetMGM account and you find the king of the weekend contest in the promotion section. And then when you do, pick six teams you think are going to score the most points from those selected games. And then $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six right in order, you could win $50,000 plus hundreds of dollars and free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. King of the weekend, free to play over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. As we get you back here on the Lombardi line on a Friday, of course, we'll be here Saturday and Sunday as always. I'm just laughing because now the, you know, Odell has been bounced from the main headline, Michael. The main headline over at Places like ESPN are the worldwide 76ers resume finding Ben Simmons uh, as the situation gets messy. So he's going to be docked 300. You know, he makes $360,000 a game, and that kind of can that really crystallizes the absurdity of this situation. You know, it, yeah, it really does. It really I mean, does. You know, Think about just, that. He's a spoiled brat. I mean, you know, you can people can defend him. I don't know how you defend him. I mean, look, the reality of it is is either you either you toughen up and you play or you take your marbles and go home, but you've been made, you know, you're an entertainer. The concert's on. It would be no different than Springsteen not wanting to perform. People are paying to come, you know, they, the, the reason the ticket prices, the reason you're making your salary is because of the ticket prices, because of the television networks. It isn't because, you know, all of a sudden you were born at the right time. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Go out and play. Play for yourself. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to like the city. You don't have to like anything. Play for yourself. Show people that you're a competitor. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm looking at this from a general manager standpoint. Like, I don't understand where Rich Paul is advising. Like, who's advising this kid? Like, who's advising him? Like, do you really think that somebody wants to, you, or you're that talented? That You're not James Harden. You know, it's like Odell. Odell's finding out the hard way that, that he's not as wanted as he thinks he is. It's a, that's a hard reality to accept. It's a hard reality to accept. I was the star at one time. I was the best. Now you're not. It's fleeting. It's very fleeting. And, you know, and the way you behave, you know, 10 years from now, he's going to look back on this and say, I wish I would have been differently. I know that. All he's got to do out there is go out there and do your best. Yes, yeah, Springsteen's going to play. Um, this is Simmons, though, and Simmons was born to run it's- away from the 76ers. He was born to run away from competition. He's been spoiled his whole life. He's been told everything. He's been enabled. And nobody's willing to tell him the truth. Nobody's willing to tell him the truth. I did a radio show the other day with the great Leroy Horde. Remember him from Michigan? Sure. You know, of course. And, and Leroy, and I can remember Leroy, 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 remember this. I don't even remember it. Leroy said, you called me into the office and you told me the truth. He said, I didn't want to hear it, but you told me the truth. And that's what your job is to do is to tell you the truth as an executive. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to be, this is not going to happen. And if you want to be able to make everybody happy and you want to appease everybody and make LeBron happy and do all that stuff, that's fine. Belichick told me my first year in Cleveland when we were together, he said, Hey, you got to make a decision. You want the players you like, or you want to do a good job. You can't have it both ways. He's right. You got to make the best decision for the organization. And the 76ers, I mean, they should, the, 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 the commissioner of basketball should get involved. This, is a, this makes the basketball players look like divas. And, and they shouldn't be that way. Leroy Horde, that was my guy at Michigan. And then he went to Cleveland. Love Leroy. And then he went to, he went, he went to Minnesota, I believe, after that. 
Yeah, he did. You know, he Leroy had such he had such big biceps. He was a huge he guy. Holding on to the ball. <laughs> he was yeah, huge. Yeah, hard time holding on to the ball because he couldn't really get it in there. But he was a good running back. He ran hard. He, he that year in '94, we had him and Metcalf in the backfield. Oh. We were able to really move the football effectively. You know, and Tavini was the quarterback. Testaverde. Yeah. Leroy was a big boy. Now, this is an antagonistic four-month standoff with Simmons in the 40. He's got four years, $147 million left on his contract. He's requested a trade, expressed no desire to rejoin the team. I mean, like you said, is the commissioner going to get involved? Where, where's Maury on this? Uh, this is just a wild. Yeah, like if I'm Maury, if I'm Maury, like I, I don't see why Maury thinks he's going to get an elite player back for him. Like I, I, I watched this team. You watched the team last year. You know, you better, you should try to get somebody who's competitive in there to replace him. Somebody who can, well, Malcolm Brogdon or somebody that's going to. You're not going to get. Who are you going to get back? Who's going to give you an elite player for your problem? Who's going to give you an elite player for your problem? Mm-mm. And you're sitting there saying, you know, well, we the window for Joel Embiid is is four years, and we got to get it. Did, did you watch Joel play last night? Did you watch him against Detroit, the worst team in the league? You think he had 19 points? I mean, you know, the offense can't run through him. I mean, the game's not built for a center. It's really not. He can't take over the game in the last five minutes of the game, you know, and so therefore it's a problem. It's, this is ugly, man. It really is. And so it they, is ugly. They resume defining it. I think, I, I think Simmons is completely – but I also think Philadelphia is at fault here. They pampered him. They spoiled him. But they should also cut their losses because eliminating him from their team and recouping something of value back for him is a win for them because he has no value to them. He's a non-competitor. He's a non-competitor. See, Maury's playing assets. He's just playing assets. That's all he's doing. Well, he's an asset. I got it. You know. Well, basically, when you're talking about culture and locker room, and you're talking about team building, by eliminating this guy, Odell Beckham. That's why I like Cleveland this week. You get him out of there. Get him gone. It'll help your team get better. It'll help your team get better. All they do is affect your ability to win. Also, just the petulance. You saw when he showed up to practice when he was going through the motions and he came in an LSU sweatshirt where it's just like, dude, you're not that interesting. You're not that, you know, you're not that interesting. And you're and not that good. <laughs> nobody cares. And you're making $35 million a year. Like, it's a joke. I mean, like, at some point, you go, you know, I mean, if I were Maury, I would just tell him, I would have the conversation with Rich Paul. I'd be calling out Rich Paul every day. Like, Rich, like, this is how you want your client to behave? This is how we want to behave. Mm. I mean, Iverson's the best example. The guy was going to get traded. If it wasn't for Matt Geiger, he would have been a piston. Iverson, tough kid, competitive kid. You could disagree with him off the court. But one thing you know, when he got to practice or he got to the game, he was going to give you everything he got. He came out and became the MVP of the league. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? You know, mental toughness is doing what? what you don't want to do, doing what's right for the team when it may not be right for you. And clearly what we see is what I've said all along about the 76ers. They have no mental toughness, which is why I can't root for them anymore. They have zero mental toughness between the two of the best players. Just be, just think your lucky stars. You were born and born and raised a Heat fan. I mean, think about being a fan Thank of this. Yeah. Think about I being. A, well, at least they compete. You know, at least they compete. And Riley runs the team in a competitive way. What do you think, Rick? What do you think Pat Riley would have done with this situation? Oh my goodness! Come on. Now, of course, the, the answer just oh my goodness is the answer. They don't listen. People joke about the Heat culture thing. I mean, the way they've started the year playing defense, like there is there is a culture there. There is a semblance of this is what the expectations are. It never would have gotten to this point with Riley. It just it would have been nipped. Yep. No doubt. So then no here doubt. comes here comes Maury. Now I wonder if there is a bit of Maury in inheriting and you know Doc inherit. It's just it's an, it's it's fascinating that maybe they thought they could come in and be the one to change. Potentially, what everybody thinks you can change yes. these guys. Everybody thinks you can change them, and the reality of it is, you can't change them. The reality of it is, is you can't change. You just can't. You cannot change them. Well, maybe he can wallow with another gentleman that's going to be released today. They can hit each other up and and play the victims, and that's Odell Beckham so Jr. So good, isn't it? You're right, Odell Beckham I mean, Jr. Who, out. Yeah. You you take him on. You better make sure your locker room's strong. And you better make sure you got a strong head coach. 
you got to make sure you got a strong culture around him. If he went down and went to Brady, Brady could handle. Brady could handle. Yeah. Well, that's a good example is like, you know, Brady, there's been ups, there's been downs through a 20 plus year career. There's been people he's like, dis- didn't like differences, always managed to stay professional and do what's right for the team. No doubt. You know, I mean, it's just, this is a vocation. This is different than family. This is different than your, your personal life. We have responsibilities in our vocations and that's what it comes down look to. Look at Antonio Brown with Brady. Look at Antonio Brown with Brady. I mean, he's he's a different player. Totally. You don't you, none of that stuff, you know. But but that's because they have, you know, he's been he's been talked to. When he was in Oakland, when he was in Las Vegas, nobody was talking to him. Nobody was telling him what he needed to hear. They were all just placating him. All right, you got to have hard conversations. You got to be willing to to look somebody in the eye and tell them the honest truth. If you're not willing to do that, you're not doing your job. The problem is, I think that Simmons is just looking back and lying and being passive, and he that's an lie. issue. Yeah. You know, it is. I, See you later. You're right. A the middling path play. of least resistance. Path of least resistance. Hey, if not now, when is the always the question? If and not the now, we will be here tomorrow to talk all. No, you'll football. be at the Borgata tomorrow. We'll see you then, Michael. Yes, Have I a good be. one. I, well, hopefully, I am. Wait, yes. Wait, wait, fingers crossed. Odds on coming up next. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more